Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Boyven, here with my co-host, Laurel Holland. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. We are so excited to be with you out there, listeners, and we're super excited to have a guest with us today, aren't we, Laurel? We are. I, I know, I know. I, our guest has been here before, so we're so excited to welcome back Pixie Hamilton. Hi, Pixie. How are you? Hi, Laurel. Hi, Laurel. Hi, Pixie. We're so glad you're here. Um, all right, so Pixie and I actually... Um, Quite a while ago, I want to say months ago now, Pixie, that we were having a, a conversation um, and the topic of loyalty came up and I was like, oh, Pixie, I want you to come on the podcast and talk about loyalty with us. And she said, okay. <laughs> so here she is and we're super excited. So our topic is, our topic is, um, we hadn't really ironed out the title, but I'm going to throw a title out there now. Uh, and it's going to be uh, when loyalty becomes a problem. So uh, I feel like this is really cool because we did some podcasting that's already this season and we talked about commitment. And so we're, we're talking about, uh, well, Pixie, you, I want you to share the term that you used because I love the term that you used, okay? Pop, pop, do you throw that term in there and give us a little background on that one. <laughs> With loyalty? Yeah, oh, over. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think I would say something, one thing first, and that is that, um, so loyalty is a huge topic, right? And it's thrown around everywhere we go. Um, yeah. And I, uh, you know, our society um, uh, holds it up in real high esteem. And if, if you're called loyal, you know, you are... Um, you know, immediately held up as respected and valued. And so we all strive in this society, especially in this Western culture to be, you know, loyal. And, and everywhere I went after Laurel, I first introduced this idea, <laughs> like everywhere I went, businesses, banks, we, you know, our mission is loyalty. Our mission is this. We're loyal, above all, loyal. And it's just like flashing mm. neon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so we, I think we can all agree. I think 100% of us would say that we value loyalty. But um, I think that it can go wrong in the sense of um, if it's kind of directed by um, misaligned intentions. And um, what, I'm, what I mean, at least for me, which manifested in my life for decades, uh, is um, being a recovered, um, recovering uh, codependent, loyalty tends to get over, overdone. Um, and uh, if, you're, if you're ever talking with other codependents, you'll know that codependency and overzealous loyalty kind of go hand in hand um, to the yeah. point where you start to lose 
yourself in your in your overzealous functioning and loyalty to others. Yeah, or you start to uh, uh, define yourself by that um, commitment, so to speak, or by that that ideal of of uh, living up to being loyal to whatever that is, right? And what that means, and and kind of projecting a lot of. I don't know, behaviors or ways that you're supposed to think or, or show up um, according to that belief, right? And that loyalty. And that's, I think, where, and I think this is a great topic. I love this topic. I'm really glad that we are talking about it today because for me, I was really, as I was reflecting on us coming together today, was thinking about, you know, a lot of the, the, um, the, the tensions, the general tensions of the world today and how, a lot of them are formed around loyalties that are overzealous, right? And so we aren't even able to communicate necessarily on things that we don't agree on because we feel such strong feelings about loyalty to X, Y, or Z, right? And 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 that's created, you know, a culture around, I, I don't know, really difficult communication, I think. Where are you on that, Laurel Pixie? I, I feel like, yeah. I, you know, I, as you were speaking, I was thinking about what happens is that we are loyal to a cause or a group based on our own sense of, or our need for belonging. And then being loyal to those external things, um, people, we are not loyal to ourselves, right? So it really, there's not a lot of, I'm loyal to external and myself. We ought, we, we seem to, there's so much pressure to be loyal to an external cause or group. Pixie, what about you? Um, I, think, I think it's really good point. Um, you gotta be careful um, where you're spending your time and energy, what you think about, what you speak about, what you do, and your uh, and if that energy, that those thoughts, those words, those actions are uh, overzealous in their um, in their direction, then something is given up, and usually it is yourself. Um, so, you know, with back to the kind of the, the codependency cause, you know, we, we're, we're out there and we get a lot of self-worth, affirmation, acceptance, appreciation from fixing and enabling and controlling and caretaking. And, and every bit of us is outward. And so we don't spend any energy time uh, focusing on caretaking, caring, and loving ourselves. And so what, what happens is we don't protect ourselves, we don't protect our needs, we don't protect our, our desires, and we end up abandoning ourselves. So we end up not being loyal to ourselves. And then what is with loyalty, which is for me, one in one correlation is we stop trusting ourselves. So that, that's, yeah. that's what happens when, whether yeah. our time and energy are going to others to caretake 
or if they're going to causes to, you know, stand for something, um, you end up dividing. It just, you end up dividing yourself from others. You end up dividing causes, you know, people on different side of causes. You just end up with division. Yeah, right, 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 right. So I feel like uh, it's it's an interesting because it's, 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 I, we always come back to, you know, the solution is the inner, is the inner work. That's what we're here to talk about, right? The beautiful work, the inner work. And so um, this idea of, you know, coming back to self-reflection, right? And, and what are your inner needs or what are your inner desires? And, and I think, you know, the word that, that keeps popping up as I was listening to both of you when you were talking about this was this, what are your, de- you know, what's your deepest value system? right? And knowing yourself at that really, really deep level so that you, if you're being loyal to something that you're, that, that you're not um, disregarding, right? Some really important values that you hold and uh, ignoring that aspect of your life or that part of yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I piggyback on that, Laurel, it's not only your values and belief system and getting aligned with that. It's also getting aligned with your fears. And uh, I'll just give you, I'll, I'll give you two examples to try to, sh- to show you what I mean. I, I stayed in a marriage for 26 years. Um, and let me tell you, I was held up as, oh, you're so wonderful. You're honoring the marriage contract. Society wants you to stay married. Everybody thinks that the longer you're in a marriage, the, the somehow the better it is. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure from a lot of ways to stay in a marriage. Um, but the reason I stayed in the marriage was just my absolute pure fear of being alone. It's, a, it's just a, a big, deep fear of abandonment, rejection, and actually the fear of aloneness. And so, you know, I was loyal to at all costs to, uh, you know, a fault because I was so afraid. Um, And it's just a deep fear that I think many of us actually carry. Um, Other, another place I remained just so loyal and I, and the only reason I'm mentioning these is because they happen to be decades. Uh, I stayed, <laughs> I stayed loyal in a career for 33 years. And, yeah. and so what was my intention in that? You know, was it because I was passionate and, and inc- incredibly driven behind the mission of this organization? No, no, that's not where my loyalty came from. My loyalty came because one, uh, I, I got incredible kudos, incredible rewards, incredible outward external affirmation, which fed my insecurities and inner need for something, right? Love. Um, but the big thing, Laurel, is uh, when I look back on the loyalty is I was afraid of, of not having enough money. I had fears, deep fears on finances and literally surviving, making it the basic fear of, am I going to be able to do this? So I remained super, super loyal. So yeah, I think uh, aligning your values, but also 
getting in touch with your fears and your intentions behind why you're so persistently loyal. Wow. I love it. I'll talk about get, getting right into the heart of the matter. I mean, Pixie was like, I felt like you picked up like a, a knife and like stabbed right into the, right in the <laughs> middle, right there. It's about fear. Right? Like, like, well, you know, fear. hey, come I on. You're I love t- that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, for digging right in there. Cause I do think that, look, if we're going to really look in the mirror, right. And do the inner work, and, and, and be able to get beyond what, where we, where, where we want to be able to live into the beauty of our life and who we really are, right? The, that's where we have to go, like to those big fears, right? Yeah, you have, you have to deep dive and, 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 and really, really understand what your intention is. It's hard to do when the dive is, you know, really hard. <laughs> to do a really deep dive, but it's a good, it's a good thing to have as a goal. (laughs) Yeah. Laurel, can you relate to that fear part when not necessarily the fear I can say, um, I can relate to the, the, um, you know, being loyal in a career when maybe it wasn't serving me well or being, I mean, I have the same loyal in my career, loyal in my marriage, in my first marriage. Uh, I mean, let's get, I'm loyal in my second marriage, but I'm not there out of loyalty. How's that? But, um, but for me, often it was not knowing who I was outside of that role. Right. So, so in my marriage, in my first marriage, like the, the commitment I made and the, and the being loyal to the institution of marriage, no matter what it took, right. Sacrificing my own needs, abandoning myself in the, because I was loyal to, my marriage and my family. Um, you know, I did, I did eventually get to a point where I needed to re-establish, right, to claim back my self-esteem, my self-confidence, and let go of the loyalty. In my career, it was completely, you know, the external praise, the recognition. I was good at what I did. And for me, I couldn't envision, I had no idea who I was outside of that career without my title without my salary and I had the same you know kind of awakening I'll call it it was um in in prior podcasts you may have heard um I had a tumor in um, 2017 and it was during this period of it being undiagnosed not knowing we thought it was cancer it wasn't thank god but in that period of time I will never forget the day that I was standing in front of the ocean with a coworker saying, under the guise of loyalty, under the guise of loyalty, I have given everything, my energy, my time to my career. And that for me, it took that. I still didn't have the vision of who I was, but I knew that I didn't want to be looking at a, a potential illness, a life taking illness that and having spent my whole loyalty, you know, to someone other than myself. So for me, it was really, you know, my, the role I took on, which I think was fed from external validation. I was always known as a loyal, all of the things, friend, partner, employee. And there comes a time, whether it's just through your self-awareness and the hard work that you've done, Pixie, um, or 
a life-changing event that just makes you realize this, <laughs> who am I being loyal to and why? Well, you know, Laurel, I, I love that. And, and I can relate to some of that too, because it is kind of like reinventing yourself. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and now, now I find great joy and creativity and thinking, Oh, you know, I get to reinvent myself day to day. I do think um, a, a key point here is you know, we kind of almost get off on, wow, Pixie's so loyal. And by the way, I have to tell you, if you ask my close friends, five of my traits, I, I can guarantee you, they're on the say, loyal. Okay. Now, I'm not actually saying that because I think it's, you know, something to be that proud of. I will say that codependence especially although I think this happens to be a trait among loyal people you can end up pledging loyalty without discrimination and Mm -hmm. and I think that's really important point that you know we almost thrive on this wow I'm loyal so we just give this loyalty away carte blanche uh, so then what happens, right? Our energy is out because we're not discriminating. We're just taking on this persona of, wow, I'm loyal. So I'm going to do it just everywhere without discrimination. What I've learned now is I love my energy. I love my time. It's my most precious resource. So I'm choosing where my loyalty is going. It's, it's a big investment for me now. Um, that took 60 years. <laughs> so it, it's not like I was born this way. I was, I definitely did not discriminate at all. I just, pr- yeah. I was pr- pride, pride. I prided myself on being loyal. Yeah. And it is, it's a sense of pride pride because we are we we live in a world where we are told it is admirable to be loyal right and so but i'm so glad you brought that up about you know now you're choosing where where your time goes and who you're loyal to or what you're loyal to and i think for our listeners i would suggest that 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 the choice is yours to make and the evaluation really needs to be closely tied to your values um, and your own boundaries, right? Like not knowing what your own values are, it's easy to fall into being loyal in a role that really doesn't serve you well or is not aligned with what your, what your true purpose is, right? So that values exercise and knowing what you value and being loyal maybe to your own values really would be a good help. I mean, big help. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting as I was listening to you both and thinking about um, my own, my own, I think, relationship with loyalty and then my family history, I feel like that is one of the places where probably as codependent as I was, there wasn't the the loyalty word was not like a buzzword and it wasn't like a place where I did get into a lot of problems. I don't think, I think because I saw my parents, number one, right. 
I was able to choose my own spiritual path, right? I wasn't brought up in a religion. So there was no loyalty to a specific religion. Um, my, my father's family was Finnish. And when they came here, it was really like, uh, we don't, we want to blend in. We want to fit in. You're not speaking Finnish at home. We're not doing Finnish customs. You're an American now. Like I'm fitting in here now, but not in a way of I'm an American and I'm waving the flag. It was more just like, we live in this country. This is where we are. This is who we are now. You know, we're part of this, this organization. And it was kind of like, there was no, like, there was a real sense of independence to both my parents and the way they lived their lives. There was not a lot of big loyalty or blind or any blind loyalty, you know, like my parents, as much as they called themselves Democrats, I don't, I never really thought of them that way. Or maybe my mom more than my dad, but I thought of them as independents. It was like, they were looking at whatever the candidate was and thinking, do I like them or don't I like them? Not like, oh, I'm a Democrat. So I look at the Democrat candidate and that's it. It was, it was the sense of I'm, I'm, I'm beyond those labels and I can see myself as uh, able to more fluidly look at life. And I think I got that from my parents. Like, as I'm listening, I'm thinking, you know, I don't feel like loyalty has like been a big thing or theme, even a theme in my life at all, period. Right. I feel very I'm committed thinking. to my family, but not like loyal. Like I wouldn't use that word. And I, you both know me now really well. I mean, I think you do. I, I feel very close to both of you. So I feel like, would you do, use that word loyal with me? That's a hard question, Laurel, because- I know, right? Because I, It's not no. a word that I associate with myself. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't. I definitely think that you are loyal to your life purpose and meaning. Um, yeah. Um, it, I, would I choose loyal? I am today because that's what we're talking about. It. I mean, and it fits. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. probably there's probably a better word. Um, and what comes to mind for me is that you know often the term loyal friend, right? You know, it's yeah. the other word that I would use instead of loyal because what we're talking about is when loyalty becomes a problem. We can be right. loyal and it's not a problem. Like I could say, oh, my friend, my friend Laurel is. is just such a wonderful, com committed, you know, a woman that's committed to whatever, whatever you're committed to, yeah. your family, yeah. the, the world, our friendship, right? That is, that isn't a problem when we're committed to something. I think the, I think for me growing up, you know, now keep in mind, you've heard, I went to Catholic school for 16 years, not that my parents went to Catholic church, but I went to, I had all of the Catholic sacraments, we were Catholic. There's a lot of loyalty in Catholicism. Yeah, right? My parents grew up in um, Northern Vermont. There was a lot of loyalty in my family, right? Where we were expected to be loyal to our siblings, no matter what, right? That loyalty, you know, the, the loyalty and the expectation into the institution of marriage, that loyalty I took very seriously, right? So I do think hearing how you know, your parents raised you, uh, I'll just add one more thing. When I was 20 years old and was going to vote in the New Hampshire primary, first in the nation primary, um, my parents refused to drive with me because I was not voting the same party ticket that they were. Wow. They were loyal, right? And so, you know, growing up in a, in a structure that, that 
requires loyalty without free thinking is a really difficult place to be. Because if you are able to make your own decisions and act differently, you know, you're risking back to Pixie's the fear, you're risking the judgment and maybe even the the abandonment or dismissal in that group. Right. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I, I, I right. think Laurel, Laurel's got a, a really good point. Um, yeah. But I, I want to come back. I want to come back to your question, Laurel. Um, you know, maybe we didn't, <laughs> maybe we didn't talk enough about what loyal means to us, because when I think about loyal, I do think you are an incredibly loyal person. Um, you know, loyal for me is trustworthy. Okay, steady, reliable, has my back, standing in my corner, um, unconditional kind of accepting open love, um, present, uh, willing to, to serve, uh, uh, of course, with boundaries, um, protective. I don't know, I, I would say that you do yeah, yeah. embody you know what I would incorporate as as um, as the components of loyal, and I do think we have been harboring on where it's gone bad, um, yeah, and right, and right. It, and maybe throwing in the other point I wanted to follow up on because I I really do think that this is it, it is a really really key point. Um. So. I think that uh, the bottom line mantra in my life now is uh, you can never bring everyone with you on your journey. They're, they're not necessarily with you on the same emotional and mental uh, and even spiritual awareness level. So I don't care how loyal you are. Um, you're never disloyal by allowing yourself to move forward and not bringing them along. It's okay to move on. And that means from friendships, from a marriage, from anything that holds you back from your growth and evolution. And Sometimes we just need to give ourselves permission to grow and change and move on. It's not disloyal. And, you know, as you're saying that, amen is right, that, you know, all of the attributes that you described Laurel as, right, trustworthy and reliable and all of the, the words you used, you know, when I think about this, message of it is okay to move on because moving on doesn't mean that you are any less exactly doesn't mean you are less trustworthy or reliable or any of those words no that's not what so the only the only thing that matters right the only thing that matters is to remain loyal to your heart and your soul and your inner power, wherever that comes right. from. When you, do, when you do that, if that loyalty is sacred, 
then right. all the other will kind of come and in and out as it should as you grow. You know, yeah, and I, th I, I think that, uh, Laura, I'll hold your thought because I don't want to lose you because I feel like we both got by, by what she just said. But I felt like, you know, what I really heard was if you remain loyal to your growth and your evolution and you stand behind that, then whatever else you stand behind has a true alignment, yeah. right? And and all your power behind it as well. Yeah. Yes. Laura, go. Yeah. Uh, all I was going to say is, yeah. I think, Pixie, what, what we just heard from her and what our listeners heard, there's <laughs> nothing else to say. I know, right? Magic. Like, we are so at the high point where, what? Yeah. I mean, the way that you just summed it up and brought it right back home, right? To who yeah. we are, our, our own journey, our soul's journey. You know, there is no room in that growth and evolution of ourself to even think for a moment that, that dedicating our, our loyalty to that is selfish. No, and we, we, you know, we carry on friends and we, we stay in relationships um, because sometimes we don't want to be called disloyal. And, and I would just say to listeners out there, move on, sister. If yeah, if you if if you have to move on, and it's right for your growth and change, don't think that your growth and change applies to anybody else. Don't assume that they want to do the work. Don't assume that they want to heal. Don't assume that they're even walking in the same direction. It's okay. You can love them, hold them in the light, but move on, and you're not disloyal. Yeah, right, right. That's not that doesn't necessarily define you. So we have I feel like if if for our listeners, I just want to recap for our listeners, I feel like within this podcast, there's been really wonderful, um, I think, suggestions around how to start to investigate your own experience of loyalty and your own understanding and exploration of it. And it's, you know, a couple of things that pop up right away is looking at your value system. Uh, another thing is to look at your circle of people and how your values fit with their values. The other one was we were talking about growing up, right? We were, we were all using different examples of growing up and how that impacted how we saw loyalty, what our experience of it and our understanding of it was. So for your own self to go back and look at family of origin or primary relationships that you're in and how loyalty is defined in those spaces and how that's impacted how you feel you know, and how you show up in all your relationships. I think, I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of meat in here for, um, for your own inner work. Don't you? Yeah, ladies? I do. And I think yeah. if I could add something, it would be, you know, where, if you find yourself in a position where you are remaining, you know, staying in a job, in a relationship, in a friendship, in a volunteer, uh, you know, obligation that you once made, like, asking yourself the question is my decision to stay love-based or fear-based right mm. and really honing out like what is it that's keeping you in that place yeah I would say for sure what are the intentions behind it mm -hmm. sometimes it's not easy to figure out what those intentions are especially if those intentions are based on fear <laughs> deep raw childhood <laughs> fear um, okay. 
But you know, it, what I would what I would recommend regarding questions is just the very first simple question is where where do I spend my time and energy? In a, in the sense mm. of that's going to help you kind of figure out who you're being really loyal to. And then uh, what what you all said, what's it based on? Is it based on joy? Is it based on values? Is it based on fear? Is it based on meaning? Are you being mindfully intentional? And then, and then I would, I would actually put this one out too. Um, what, what are you giving up in your loyalty? Is there anything that you're, are you giving up any personal needs, desires, preferences? And mm, how does that weigh in to your loyalty? Um, and then I would come back to what my point earlier was is, Am I loyal because I'm not discriminating or am I actually thinking about where my time and energy is going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that really comes back to self-trust and, and honesty with yourself, like real deep, you know, what I call brutal honesty, like really digging in there and going, why am I really doing this? What am I really, you know, what is a real thing going on here yeah oh ladies thank you so, so much laurel pixie pixie i love having fun. You us today as always yeah yeah, yeah. and thank thanks you. for being with us listeners we would love to know how you feel about loyalty feel free to leave us a comment feel free to share the podcast and uh, we'll be back real soon thanks everybody bye ladies bye listeners bye everyone bye for now. did you know that we're both life coaches it would be an honor to work with you When you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work, you'll find our contact information in the show notes. We're glad you're with us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.